the eighth session of deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in intuitive experience by shri db gangulli adhyatma prakasha karyaya hodenarsipura bangalore publication om shri gurubhyo namaha harihi om shri ganeshaya namaha ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ತಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ದಿ ಎಸೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ನೇಚರ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾಜಿಕ್ ಇನ್ ಕಾನ್ಸನೆನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಇಂಟಿಶು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಸೋ ಫಾರ್ ಇಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಎ ಥೊರೋ ಎಕ್ಸಾಮಿನೇಷನ್ ಆಸ್ ಟು ವಿಚ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಅನುಭವ ದಿ ವೇದಾಂತಿನ್ಸ್ ಯುಟಿಲೈಸ್ ವೆನ್ ದೇ ಸೇ ವಿ ಯೂಸ್ ಲಾಜಿಕ್ ಇನ್ ಕಾನ್ಸನೆನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ now let us try to understand as to what is meant by the phrase anubhava anusari tarka also called in vedantic parlance anubhavanga tarka that is logic in consonance with everyone's experience we have already examined the essential nature of the uh, futile dry logic which takes into the reckoning merely the formal deliberative argument without attaching any importance to actual experience of everyone that form of logic has stipulated certain rules for example it is one of its laws that a being as it is it cannot become another substance b as a being as it is it cannot become another substance b as well a has always to exist as a alone the proposition that a thing is in the form of mere a alone which is not of the form of b but it that is a has also assumed the form of b too cannot be acceptable but look at the experience of everyone in deep sleep we are not endowed with the junk of the world that means the experience of the i notion and the whole gamut of distinctions that the i perceives or cognizes in the waking does not exist in deep sleep this is universal experience sarvatrika anubhava on the other hand when we are awake we are endowed with the adjunct of the world that means the eye of the deep sleep exists and in addition to that the whole range of duality also is cognizable to that intuitive experience in the scriptures too it is stated atman alone existed in the beginning i will become many i will get born in this manner atman willed thus willing he created the world Sri Shankara in his commentary in this regard in the Taittiriya Upanishad has written Katham etas katham ekasya arthantara ananupraveshe bhutatvam bahutvam syaditi uchyate prajayeya utpadayeya nahi putrotpatta putrotpatteriva arthantaram ಬಹು ಭಾವನ ಕಥಂ ತರ್ಹಿ ಆತ್ಮಸ್ಥ ಅನಭಿವ್ಯಕ್ತ ನಾಮರೂಪ ಅಭಿವ್ಯಕ್ತ ಅಭಿವ್ಯಕ್ತ ಆತ್ಮಸ್ಥ ಅನಭಿವ್ಯಕ್ತ ನಾಮರೂಪ ಅಭಿವ್ಯಕ್ತ ಯತ್ಮಸ್ಥೇ ಅನಭಿವ್ಯಕ್ತೆ ನಾಮೂಪಿ ವ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಯೇತೆ ತದಾ ನಾಮೂಪೆ ಆತ್ಮರೂಪ ಅಪರಿತ್ಯಾಗೇನೈವ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ ಅಪ್ರವಿಭಕ್ತ ದೇಶಕಾಲೆ 
ಸರ್ವಾವಸ್ಥಾಸು ವ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಯೇತೆ ತದೇತತ್ ನಾಮೂಪವ್ಯಾಕರಣ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣು ಬಹುಭವನ ದಿ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಭಾಷಾ ಈಸ್ ಹೌ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ವಿದೌಟ್ ದಿ ಅಸೋಸಿಯೇಷನ್ ವಿತ್ ಅನದರ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ವಾಟ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಮೆನಿ ದಿ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ಈಸ್ ವೆನ್ ದಿ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆರ್ ಮಿಸ್ಕನ್ಸೀವ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಓವಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಅವಿದ್ಯಾ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಮೇನ್ ಅನ್ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ವೇರಿಗೇಟೆಡ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟಿಂಕ್ಟಿವ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ದೇ ಡೂ ಸೋ ವಿದೌಟ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಅಪ್ ದಿ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿದೌಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಎನಿ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಆರ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಅಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ದಸ್ ಬಿಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ವೇರಿಯಸ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಈಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಎಟ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಬಿಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಮೆನಿ ದಿಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲನೇಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಇನ್ ಕಾನ್ಫಾರ್ಮಿಟಿ ವಿತ್ ಅವರ್ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಶ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಇನ್ ಡೀಪ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆಲ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಪರ್ಸೆ ಇನ್ ದಿ ವೇಕಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಟೂ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಬಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಇಪಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಇನ್ ವೇರಿಗೇಟೆಡ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆನ್ ಐಡೆಂಟಿಟಿ ಆರ್ ವೆರಿಟಿ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಫಿಟ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಎ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಅಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಿ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಅವರ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸಸ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಟು ಥಿಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ ಟೂ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ಟೈಮ್ ದಿಸ್ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ಈಸ್ ರೆಕಂಡ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸರ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಶಿವ್ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡೀಪ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಟೂ ಈಸ್ ಕ್ವೀರ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟೈಮ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಪೇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಟೈಮ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಇಟ್ ವೆನ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅಪಿಯರ್ ಸೆಪರೇಟ್ಲಿ ಅಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಎಟ್ ಹಾಲ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಇಫೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ರೂ ಟು ಎನಿವನ್ ಹೂಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಹಿ ಮೇ ಬಿ ದೇರ್ಫೋರ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಅಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಿ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಎನಿ ಅದರ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಎಟ್ ಆಲ್ ದೇರ್ಫೋರ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಹಿ ಈಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಅಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಸೈಮಲ್ಟೇನಿಯಸ್ಲಿ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆಸ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ನೇಮ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮೇ ಅಪಿಯರ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಕಾಂಟ್ರಡಿಕ್ಟ್ರಿ ಟು ದ ಫಾರ್ಮಲ್ ಲಾಜಿಕ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಇಂಟಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಇನ್ ಕಾನ್ಸನ್ಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಅವರ್ ಇಂಟ್ಯೂಶ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಅಪಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಫೋಮ್ ಬಟ್ ವೈಲ್ ಇಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಆಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ವೈಲ್ ಅಪಿಯರಿಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ ಫೋಮ್ ಟು ಇಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಟು ವಿಟ್ ದೆರ್ ಆರ್ ನೋ ಟೂ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ ಸೆಪರೇಟ್ ಎಂಟ್ರೀಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫೋಮ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಅಪಿಯರ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಫೋಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಈಸ್ ಎಪರೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟಿಂಕ್ಟ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಗಿವನ್ ದಿ ನೇಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಫೋಮ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಫ್ ಒನ್ ಎನಾಲೈಸಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಇನ್ಸೈಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಎವಿಡೆಂಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಫೋಮ್ ಈಸ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ವಾಟರ್ ಎಟ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಕೋರ್ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಎಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅವರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಟೂ ಈಸ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ಆತ್ಮನ್ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಎಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಮ್ಯಾನರ್ ಈವನ್ ದೋ ದಿ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಮ್ಯಾನಿಫೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಅಪಿ
to this question the answer is we should reconcile it properly with our intuitive experience our intuitive experience tells us atman exists as atman alone but at the same time he appears or manifests as the world too therefore he would we would ratiocinate ratiocinate in the manner what appeared manifested as the world was merely a misconception alone mithya bhasa just because there appear hundreds of reflections of a man in hundreds of mirrors in essential nature his essential nature is not in the least affected is it not similarly merely because atman manifests in various forms as the world of duality that is of many phenomena forms there is no harm whatsoever done to his essential nature of pure absolute being consciousness bliss thus we can reconcile our discriminative thinking or reasoning with our own intuitive experience which is invariably universal in its application and approbation in vedanta it is stated that both space and time have taken birth from brahman that is the ultimate reality this does not conform with the empirical formula or axiomatic logic where is the possibility of space getting born when can time get born in this manner the logicians may raise questions but the proposition that a thing is born actually means it invariably is born in space at a particular point of time and this is clearly a maxim that the human intellect has formulated imagined or conceived in deep sleep neither there exists space nor time in the waking both these categories exist therefore it amounts to say uh, saying that atman having existed alone has been appearing in the forms of space and time too although we have an intuitive experience of this type to argue and reason out in a manner quite contrary to this universal intuitive experience is nothing but kutarka that is futile dry logic smacking of vain triumphs and glories when an opponent who is an adept in this kind of vain futile logic raises an objection of the type when the space had not yet come into being how did it exist and now after space has come into being what special features or characteristics has it obtained a solution to this query cannot be determined isn't it shri shankaracharya in his in uh, inimitable style answered in the manner now by which special essential nature of existence or being that phenomenon of space is reckoned to be separate or different from other categories like earth air etc that very special nature of existence or being itself did not exist in the beginning thus you cognize it and get your doubt solved because of the reason that is the experience of deep sleep is examined scrutinized intuitively the truth that therein in this deep sleep no space whatsoever did exist will be cognized by means of intuitive experience this kind of intuitive reasoning becomes the correct type of reasoning logic or reasoning should always follow in the footsteps of intuitive experience so as to reconcile the actual situation with one's intuitive experience but to stipulate that an actual situation or circumstance should be in consonance with one's formal logic or reasoning is not at all proper or justifiable it will be like putting the cart before the horse so these are the points next point the maxims of the formal or empirical logic are predominantly based on the waking view point the maxims of the formal or empirical logic are predominantly based on the waking view point jagrat avastha jagrat drishti 
at this juncture juncture one may ask the question why does formal logic go wrong in this manner at all are the maxims that are formulated by the logicians that is the authors of the science of logic wrong they have taken the waking state into the reckoning uh, quite predominantly and have decided the condition or state of a thing of or phenomenon therefore all the maxims that they have formulated conform to are are valid in the waking state alone if the experiences of all the three states of waking dream and deep sleep are taken into the reckoning then that cumulative experience will be a comprehensive plenary or consummate experience indeed purnanubhava the logic or reasoning in consonance with that a comprehensive experience alone will become the complete plenary intuitive experience for the determination of the ultimate reality the logic in conformity or in consonance with this comprehensive intuitive experience alone will be needed there may not be a clear sentence in sri shankaracharya's pashyas which distinguishes between these two types of experiences which make waking state experiences and the comprehensive intuitive experience based on the cumulative experience of the three states taken into the reckoning in toto but it is quite certain that he has determined the ultimate reality on the strength of this comprehensive intuitive experience called purna anubhava that is pure absolute consciousness of the self the witnessing principle sakshi prajna sakshi tattva while refuting the arguments of contentions of the protagonists of various logi- logical systems the bhashyakara that is sri shankara now and then says evam loke drishtatvat meaning thus it is seen now in our workaday life in all those contexts loka means the waking world because the logicians need only those maxims or regulations of the waking world sri shankara while refuting Uh, their teachings or tenets has followed those very empirical or formal maxims formulated by the waking intellect next the intuitive experience or pure consciousness of atman now let us consider another topic from the deliberation made so far it has become evident enough that for the determination of the ultimate reality logic in consonance with the scriptural directives or instructions that is logic which is not opposed to or contradictory to purnanubhava comprehensive plenary intuitive experience of the witnessing principle or the innermost self along with the empirical dialectics or logical arguments in conformity with the plenary intuitive experience must be utilized in this regard sri shankaracharya has written a pregnant sentence shrutyanugrahita eva hi atra tarko anubhavangatvena aashriyate sutra bhasha 216 the meaning of this sentence is the logic in consonance with the shruti directives or implications alone is relied upon as it is subservient to intuitive experience in this pursuit of the knowledge of the self here a question uh, arises it is quite clear that the opinion of the bhashyakara shri shankara is logic if at all should be used subservient to anubhava that is intuitive experience but the vedantins are saying that logic in consonance or conformity with the intuitive experience anubhava sarithar ka should be used how can these two variant statements be, uh, be reconciled hmm? logic if at all should be used subservient to anubhava that is intuitive experience Mm. or anubhavanusari tarka 
an answer to this question is what we have so far described is the intuitive experience which helps provide the subject matter of deliberation or discriminative thinking the intuitive experience which accrues as a fruit of this discrimination discriminative thinking or reasoning is the resultant form of self knowledge or consciousness that is pure consciousness of atman the witnessing principle in all of us the consciousness par excellence is famous and has been given the nomenclature of avagati it is very difficult to signify as to what exactly is avagati in reality it is the essential nature of pure being consciousness bliss of atman our innermost self the core of our being alone that is shuddha atmanabhava the expression of atmanabhava meaning intuitive experience of atman literally should not be understood as experience of of atman just as any perceptual or conceptual experiences or knowledges of our workday world of uh, world or life it actually signifies atmaiva anubhavah meaning it is the intuitive experience which exists or subsists as our very essence or core of pure being consciousness bliss of atman that is the innermost self the witnessing principle in every one of us therefore the common run of people of the world do not at all know its essential nature of pure being consciousness bliss it is cognized or intuited only by the self realized souls called in vedantic parlance atmajnanins even so shri shankaracharya has propounded his spiritual teaching so as to enable even the common people to obtain a conception at least of that intuitive knowledge or experience when we recognize an object through the valid means of pratyaksha that is sensory instruments we say that i got the knowledge of such and such an object is it not then in our antakarana that is inner instrument of the mind a percept of the form of the object say an ardhan pot is formed in the culmination or rather as the final consummation of this cognition atman manifests himself as the end product that is the resultant form of this intuitive experience that is pure consciousness when the cloud has shifted to a side we say that the moon which has covered up by the clouds appeared or manifested is it not in the same manner when the cognition or perceptual knowledge of the each and every object accrues atman who is of the essential nature of perennial or eternal pure absolute consciousness nitya chaitanya swarupa manifests himself as the end product that is the resultant form of the object as a pratyaya or percept this description is given in the chapter on avagati in the upadesha sahasri shri sureshwara acharya in his vartika says paragartha prameshu ya phalatvena sammata संवित सैवे इहामेयोर्थो वेदांतोक्ति प्रमाणतः संबंध वार्तिक 159 दिस अलोन इन ए ब्रीफ मैनर द मीनिंग ऑफ दिस वार्तिक एक्सेप्ट इज द इंटीशियल एक्सपीरियंस और प्योर कॉन्शियसनेस which manifests as the end product or the empirical valid means of or pramana which enable one to perceive or cognize the external objects or phenomena that very intuitive experience or pure consciousness alone shuddha prajna prajnanam brahma alone is the object prameya for the valid means pramana of the vedanta vakya that is scriptural sentences next finally conclusions so far what subject matter we have deliberated upon is 
If it is briefly indicated, tantamount to in Vedanta, besides the two empirical experiences, anubhavas of the sensory percepts and mental concepts, a third kind of sakshi anubhava that is intuitive experience of the witnessing principle in all of us also is acknowledged. That intuitive experience exists universally to every human being without exception whatsoever. By means of the intuitive reasoning or logic, Anubhavanasari or Anubhavangatarka carried out in the uh, conformity or consonance with it a cognitive certainty, Atmanishchaya, accrues. The resultant end product of the intuitive experience of the essential nature of pure being consciousness bliss of Atman, which is gained through the intuitive listening of the scriptural teachings, Shravana, and through intuitive reasoning as to what their purport is, Manana, is in truth that very intuitive experience alone. That is itself called Avagati in Vedanta. Even in the empirical workaday world, while the knowledge of the of an earthen pot, picture, etc. is gained, in truth this Avagati alone, that is this intuitive experience of the essence of pure absolute being consciousness bliss of Atman alone, manifests itself at the end of as at the end as the culmination of all knowledge. As soon as the obstructing or impeding phenomenon or object is removed, this intuitive experience manifests itself in a flash, as it were, that alone is dealt with by our utterance in the form of we got the real knowledge as the percept, that is, Pramiti, on the basis of the same analogy, the meaning of the statement self-knowledge or self-realization has been gained is that first Atman, that is, pure being consciousness bliss, who was reckoned in the commonplace misconceived form of the I notion Pramatru is cognized to be in accordance with the scriptural directive or instruction nothing other than the Kutastha Chaitanya that is perennially established or eternally verity eternal verity of absolute consciousness which is of the very essence of Nitya Swarupa that is eternal verity Shuddha Swarupa that is pure absolute free emancipated reality to it that ultimate reality beyond all empirical mundane dealings. If the seeker ratiocinates, he will come to know that this I notion itself was an impediment or obstruction. Ahankara is an obstruction, just like the cloud in the above uh, illustration for our intuition of our real essential nature of Atman. Thus the intuitive cognition of our real nature with a sense of certainty in the manner I am not a Pramatru that is cognizer, not a Kartru that is an agent of action, not a Bhoktru that is an enjoyer, accrues and subsists forever. Further, this intuition does not accrue in any particular exalted or highly evolved state as such. If it were so, then the scriptural statements like Tattvamasi that is though are you and eternal Atman is not a transmigratory soul, etc., will become false or they will be rendered invalid. For the self-realized souls, jnanis, this kind of empirical knowledge of the transmigratory soul being eternally bound as well as the speech or words which express Atman are both from their metaphysical viewpoint of the intuitive experience, Atman, that is the absolute pure being consciousness, bliss alone. From the empirical viewpoint, it is dealt with as if ignorance has disappeared or has been removed and knowledge has accrued, that is all. But from the absolute transcendental viewpoint of the intuitive experience or pure consciousness, that sense of certainty gets set in the manner everything is perennially, that is ever, whether in the 
past, the present or in the future, Atman alone of the very essence of pure being consciousness bliss to cognize or intuit this truth of life taken in its entirety alone is called Atma Jnana that is self-knowledge or self-realization on sufferings. This is the topic that we have seen today. Next we have devices for the intuitive experience of Brahmatman in the next session. Devices for the intuitive experience of Brahmatman. What is meant by Brahmatmanubhava etc. We will see in the next session. So this is the ninth session of the eighth book in the English series. Deliberation on the ultimate reality, culminating in, a, uh, in the interview experience. Hare Rama, Shri Sachidananda Arpitamastu, Brahma Arpitamastu, Om Tatsat, Lokas Tamastas, Sukhinobhavanta.